Welcome to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. If you're ready for inspiration and tips to improve your life, hear what some of the fascinating minds of today have to say. Our hope is that you'll live your passion and inspire the world. And now, here is your host, Allison H. Larson. Welcome to Spotlight today. I'm Allison H. Larson. So excited for our show today. I know I say that every week. Every week I open and say, hey, I'm so excited for the show today. Uh, I'm excited for every show. I guess that's a good thing. Um, But today's show is going to be all about getting your life in order. And this is something that's near and dear to me. It's something that I've learned over time. And that is that when I have clutter in my life, when I don't feel like I have my finances in order, when I don't feel like I'm as organized and prepared as I should be when I feel like my space is cluttered, um, then I feel like that takes a lot of energy and time away from the things that I could be focusing my energy and time into, which are my clients, growing my business, helping the world, spending time with my kids, all of those great things. So today I've asked a very special expert to come on the show this morning and uh, talk to us about her experience with organizing. This lady has a fascinating story and has taken her experience that she's learned in her life and has is now using that experience to bless the life of many other people. And it's incredibly because as she's seen changes in their life in the organizational area, she's also seen better relationships. She's seen uh, people make more money. And uh, it's just it's just a really fascinating topic uh, to discuss and to talk about. So without further ado, uh, uh, let's see, Diane, are you joining us today? Are you there, Diane? I'm here. There you <laughs> are. You. Ta-da. I'm really excited to have you, Diane. So uh, it always makes me a little nervous when it takes a second for you to answer because I'm thinking in my head I'm going to have to do the entire so- show solo now. Um, but I'm really excited to have you on here because you really are the expert on organizing. And before we get started, uh, I, I love your title. So you are the Clutter Coach. Is that correct? Um, yeah. Clutter-Free Freedom clutter-free freedom. So you help people be able to get rid of the clutter in their life. And Diane, I just want you to take a moment and brag a little bit about yourself. If you've watched my show before, you know I don't like to read bios. I like for people to tell uh, the audience a little bit about themselves. And you know what? I give you full permission to brag. And if you aren't doing a good job, I'm going to jump in and help you. So uh, go ahead and brag away. Okay. Thank you so much for this opportunity, Allison. I've been so incredibly blessed. I've been able to share my message about decluttering and organizing on actually multiple stages in my area and in my community. I've been on stage with Chris Crone and Marianne Eldridge speaking on the Limitless event. And I've spent thousands of hours decluttering and organizing in my own home and also helping others to be organized so that they can have a better life. I, through social media, I've been able to motivate thousands of people to declutter their lives and let go of what they don't want. But you know, Allison, what I'm really, really proud of and what I really want to brag about, three young boys, teenagers and preteeners, who are so excited to be getting help to declutter and clean their house, that each one of them brought me boxes of shoes and bags and clothes and other things that they didn't use. And before I left, each one of them told me, thank you so much. Wow. I want to brag about the woman who loves to cook. And she had stopped because she spent so much time looking for things that she just couldn't cook anymore. Yeah. And after I helped her organize her kitchen, I asked her why she was crying. 
And she said she had an entire shelf in her pantry that she hadn't even seen in a long time. And now it was empty. I just got the goosebumps when you said that. That's great. (laughs) So, and it was really fun for me when this really wonderful woman shared on Facebook that I had been helping her. Mm -hmm. And she said, my room has a floor that isn't cluttered on both sides. What an exciting day. My carpet is blue. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I love that. I give you permission to brag about yourself and you're bragging about your clients. I think, um, you know, you've obviously had some great accomplishments speaking on stage about this, Um, you know, thousands of hours of of experience and, of course, reaching out and helping a lot of people through Facebook. It's really interesting. You just got a comment on here from somebody who says, housekeeping is a continual thing. Uh, Housekeeping is a continual thing. It's not an event. So I think that that's interesting, too. And I think that's where a lot of people feel like it's kind of daunting right I I know for me I feel like hey I do the dishes one time a day they should just stay clean the rest of the day or I do the laundry once a week why is there still more laundry but um, cleaning and organizing and and decluttering is is a continual process but I think um, if we let it get out of hand it definitely can take over our life so I know you've got a really intriguing and interesting story of how you got into this I know you didn't just wake up one morning and say I want to spend my life teaching people how to declutter Uh, I'd love for you to share your story of how you became the clutter-free freedom coach. Okay. Well, thank you. Um, You know, this is not a new thing. There's been people who have been organizing for ages. Benjamin Franklin said that for every minute spent organizing, an hour is earned. And I really have learned that's true in my life. Wait, wait, say that. that. Say that again, because I think that that's really (laughs) poignant. That's worth saying again. So Benjamin Franklin said what? Every minute spent organizing is an hour earned. Wow. And you know, I think I've spent so much time organizing that I believe I've earned probably at least one more lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's great. Wow. That's, uh, that, that it, means- I think that's true. Yeah. So 10 years ago, my husband and I built our dream home. And we each have one little problem. Mm-hmm. I enjoy art. And so when it comes to art supplies, I want to have one of everything. Mm. I mean, every paintbrush, every paint, every, you know, I've got to have all the different kinds of paint. My husband loves to shop. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) But he has biorea. What did you call it? He has what? Biorea. Biorea. That's funny. I love that. (laughs) So he shops daily, and so consequently, we have this beautiful home with this large basement that was full of stuff, lots mm, and lots of stuff. Yeah. And I had plans for that space, and so I spent hours and hours and hours down there, all along trying to organize all that stuff. And I felt like I wasn't getting anywhere. Yeah, I felt like this clutter was controlling me because I. I was getting angry, I was resentful, I felt hopeless, I was embarrassed, and I was really quite lonely. And then one day I was so sick of it that I had this temper tantrum. Not my proudest moment, but I did. And I started throwing things and yelling, and I heard this crash behind me. Uh Uh-oh. And I turned around, and I had broken a Tiffany lamp that my husband oh, had inherited from me. are you serious? Wow. Yeah. Uh, and it was devastating. So that's when I decided I have to take control. Yeah. 
all this stuff no longer gets to control my life. Mm-hmm. So, a short time later, I had this epiphany about why I couldn't get it done. And I developed a system to finally get it done. And so two weeks later, after I had developed this system, I had completely decluttered two entire rooms. Wow. And I felt like I had broken out of prison. Wow. I was finally, my health is better. I have more mental clarity. But here's what I really, really love. I have tons more time. Wow. I have time to spend with my family. Mm-hmm. You know, people say that there's no such thing as more time. There's only 24 hours in a day. And I beg to differ because I know I have so much more time. Yeah. And a few weeks ago, it was Mother's Day. Um, every Mother's Day, I make scones for my family. It's kind of a tradition oh, we have. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, they're the really kind, good. The and kind that you you make the dough and you put it in the oil and then they come out and they're all like golden crisp and then you put butter and honey on them. Those are the kind you're talking about. Not like the scones like back in New yeah. England that they make the but You're talking about like the Western scones. Oh, yeah. those are my favorite. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. 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 And, you know, it was so fun for me to be able to have all the kids and all the grandkids come over and mm-hmm. you could actually smell the aroma of the bread mm. as it was fun. Oh, you're and making me hungry. It was great and we all enjoy this clutter-free space and I get to listen to them visiting and razzing each other you know I really can't even describe the good feelings that have settled in my home yeah you know I I so appreciate you sharing that story and I think there's probably a lot of people that can relate you know we had we were talking last week prior to you coming on the show and we were talking about some of the things you were gonna be talking about you actually inspired me to clean out my closet and uh, my drawers and it's really interesting I I recently have had some life changes and kind of feel like I'm starting anew it was my birthday yesterday my 40th birthday so I feel like you know I'm stepping into this new phase of life and and um, I just thought it'd be really great last weekend if I just decluttered some of those things in my life and I'm telling you, it was feel, it felt really overwhelming at first when I was starting, when I was pulling stuff out, and I just, you know, I looked at the things in my closet and thought, is this making me happy? Is this not? And and but I will I will tell you, it, it did. It was a process. It did take all day. You know, decluttered my car, decluttered my closet, decluttered uh, my my drawers on my dresser. But boy, when it was done, I felt amazing. And uh, and I I I don't know what it is, but I think when you walk by a cluttered space. Or when you have these spaces in your home that aren't what you want them to be, it's like every time you walk by, it takes a little bit of energy. And you know what else was amazing about decluttering my closet is that day I just happened to be driving by the store with my son. I'd just taken them shopping, and I, I decided I wanted to stop in, and and I ended up buying three new outfits. And I actually had room for those new outfits. It was like I got rid of the old and made room for the new. So I love that. And I know we're going to talk a little bit more in this next segment about some of the tips that you use. And, and some of the things that you would suggest for somebody who's wanting to declutter their life. And I love the saying, in order to make room for something new, you have to get rid of something old. In order to make room for something new, you have to get rid of something old. And speaking of that, I, I want to introduce our, our other guest for the radio show today. 
And of course, we're going to have Lori Richens on later talking about the family. She does a regular segment on the show. But other special guests for the show today is is Wanda. And Wanda really specializes in helping people to declutter their financial situation. So I think space decluttering is so important. But I think getting your financial situation in order is the other really big component to feeling like you have your life under control. And I love how you mentioned when you were talking about this, Diane, you said, I felt like this clutter was controlling my life. And um, then you took charge and you took control. And so sometimes I know a lot of us feel like our finances are controlling our life instead of us controlling our finances. So Wanda, I want to take a moment and introduce you. Are you there, Wanda? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? I can hear you. So Wanda, I know I've known you for a long time and I should be able to say your last name, but I'm afraid I'm going to botch it up. Will you say it for everybody? Yes, my name is Wanda Carrasquillo, and I'm from Puerto Rico. See, you say it so much more beautifully than I can, too. So, uh, Wanda, so excited to have you on the show today uh, to talk about really getting your financial house in order. And, Wanda, you actually have an incredible story as well. And I, I maybe we'll get into the, this segment. We might have to wait till next segment. Um, but I, first of all, I want to start off by giving you an opportunity to brag about yourself and um, and share with the audience a little bit about your accomplishments as well. So, Wanda, brag away. Well, thank you so much, Alison, for the opportunity to be on your show today. It's very exciting for me to present myself and to allow my message to be heard by many people in the audience. So thank mm-hmm. you very much for, for the opportunity. So honored to have you. And like I, like I said, my name is Wanda Carrasquillo, and I am originally from Puerto Rico, so I'm very proud of that. I'm a Boricua, we call it, and, uh, in the Latin world. And I am Latina at heart, so I, I love to help my Latino people. That's my niche on, my, um, on the work that I do, although I'm happy to help anybody, but I, I help mostly the Latino community. And like you said, I help them in going financial, uh, you know, financial freedom, to reach financial freedom through real estate. So that's mm-hmm. main, mainly what I do. I love that. But um, professionally, I have been successful in many ways. My parents taught me to get a good education, work very, very hard, and retire. Mm-hmm. But that system is 40-40-40, like work 40 hours a week for 40 years to get 40% of your income. And I think that that retirement plan is not working for me. Yeah. So I decided to take a twist, and even though I have two master's degrees, I have been very successful in my educational career, and I have, you know, succeeded in being, like, um, um, speaker in many platforms in education arena. I have um, trophies and won a bunch of different things. I personally didn't feel that just stick to a job, a regular J-O-B, it wasn't giving me the opportunities that I really want because my actual passion is on helping people. Mm-hmm. I actually um, own a, a non-profit organization and I have been able to go around different countries like Ecuador two years ago when they have the earthquake and I yeah. took 141 back there wow. and so on. So I, I love that. 
I love to help in humanitarian work. And without financial freedom, it's very hard. Yeah. You know, I love that word financial freedom. And I've been thinking a lot about that lately. And I know I shared this on a show recently, but um, not too long ago, I was in Los Angeles for a Tony Robbins event, UPW. There were like 15,000 other people there. And I went for a jog in downtown Los Angeles on a weekday morning. And I was with a friend. And as we were jogging, we were having such a fun time. We were kind of running and jumping on these different structures and just felt like we were on top of the world and we were at this motivational event we were having a great time and suddenly I started noticing the people around me and it was the morning time and everybody was going to work and instead of them jumping and leaping and smiling like we were as we were running around the city I noticed their heads were down and shoulders were slumped and they were walking like robots to their job. We even passed this building and the statue outside the office building, there was literally a statue outside the office building of a man hitting his head on the side of the building that's holding this briefcase. And suddenly in my mind, there was just a clear distinction from feeling like you're on top of the world and you're free and happy and feeling like your job owns you, feeling like you have to go to work, feeling like you have all these financial burdens. And for me, as I've found ways to find this financial freedom, what it means to me is I'm free to travel when I want. I'm free to go. I'm taking my kids to New York at the end of the month. I'm taking a whole week off. I'm free to go to my daughter's you know, graduation and my parents are flying in. I'm free to play with them and do these things with them. Now, I still have to work hard. That's how I make my money. But I have the freedom and the flexibility to do the things I want. I'm not owned by my job. So I love that you brought that up. And Wanda, I want you to tell a little bit more about your story, but we're going to have to wait until after break. If you're listening, do not go anywhere because we've got the fabulous Diane on the line. And Diane, of course, is talking about decluttering your home and the space around you to create room for more abundance. We've got Wanda on the line who's talking about decluttering your financial life and really creating this clear path to financial freedom. And then we have Lori Richens' special segment coming up on this next segment of Voice America. And Lori Richens, of course, focuses on the family. She does a segment called Family Focus. And uh, it's really important that you not only have your financial uh, things in order and your actual physical house in order, but that you have your family in order as well. Because um, whatever that family structure looks like to you, it's those relationships that really bring true and lasting happiness. So, so excited again to have all three of these powerful women joining us on today's show don't go anywhere we'll be right back change starts here change starts now join us the voice america influencers channel it's time to unlock some of the best kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Tuesday at noon Pacific time at 3 p.m. Eastern time for The Forbes Factor. We get Guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Are you ready to be fabulous? You know, science has proven that women thrive in a tribe together. And now we invite you to join two fierce females, otherwise known as Sheila and Sarah, as they help you take the journey from flat to fabulous. It's fun, terrific stories and wise insight every week. Take better control of your life. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time 
and 12 noon Pacific time for Life from Flat to Fabulous on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Create happiness now. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Sophia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Sophia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. So welcome back to Spotlight. I'm going to start with an interesting experience and a story that that I have from yesterday. So as you know, yesterday was my birthday, my 40th birthday. I had a friend fly in from out of town who's uh, just been such a gift in my life. And um, we went on a hike. And as we were on this hike, he's also a mentor and a coach. I'm a mentor and a coach. Um, We were kind of being silly at first. And we, we said, okay, let's see if we can find a mentor moment or a message so we were on this hike. We had this challenge to find a mentor moment in, in the strangest of circumstances. And he, he said, okay, well, let's talk about this. Let's find the $10,000 lesson in this piece of poop. And um, there had been a coyote on the trail, and he had pooped on the trail. And there was poop on the trail. And I thought, well, what is this clear message in this piece of poop? And um, I, I think we, we said, you know, finding a message from God in a piece of poop. And um, we weren't trying to be irreverent or anything. This was a serious matter. So we bent down and we were looking and, and the thought came to my mind, you know, it's not until we release something that has served us a purpose. It's not until we re- have released something that served us a purpose and allow it to, you know, recycle back to the earth, maybe bless some other people in, in whatever way, you know, just like a piece of poop turns into fertilizer and creates new growth. But it's not until we let those things go that we can really make room for something new. And we have this thought of where are you constipated in your life? Is it your house like Diane's talking about? Are there these things that you are hanging on to that are literally constipating you that are preventing you from releasing and letting things go to make room for those those new things in your house, whether they be experiences and people or whether they be new pieces of artwork or whatever they are. Where in your life, in your financial house, are you not in order? What old belief systems are you hanging on to that you need to let go? And when you let those go, you can make room for more financial flow. Where in your family life Are you holding on to grudges? Where are you constipated in allowing that family flow? What is it? Or even just the relationships in your life, what are you holding on to that's not serving you a purpose anymore, just that you need to let go? So that was our $10,000 lesson, our message from God that we found in a piece of poop. And it was such a, a, a profound experience for me. 
So um, today I'm thankful to have this radio show where we uh, I can have three experts talking about how to create more abundance in your life through letting things go that have served you a purpose. And Wanda, I, I know you have quite a story. And for those of you just joining us, we've got Wanda on the line. She's talking about getting your house in financial order. We've got Diane on the line who is a specialist. She is a clutter, uh, uh, clutter-free um, freedom coach. And uh, then we also have Lori Richens joining us, who she focuses on the family and really getting those family relationships in order. So, Wanda, you didn't just overnight have this massive real estate and financial success. Um, You actually have quite a story of how you got to where you are today. And I'd like to just take a couple of minutes for you to just briefly share about a little bit about your background and how you got to where you are today. And the reason why I want her to share this, I want all of you to listen, is that we all have these excuses and these feelings like, well, I'm not as financially successful. I don't have my finances in order because of this or because of that, or my house is cluttered because of this or because of that. We all have excuses. And uh, Wanda was really able to break through uh, some of those really hard things to create financial success. So Wanda, I'd love to hear a little bit about your story. Thank you, Alison, for the opportunity again. And this is a wonderful question because um, no, success doesn't come overnight. And there are many, many challenges in life. And I personally have breakthrough many, many challenges. Um, if you ever felt like you've been betrayed, I've been there. If you ever felt that you have somebody who you trusted that um, physically abused you and mentally abused you, I've been there. So I'm here because I was strong enough to leave relationships of abuse and toxic relationships, and I didn't allow anything to put me down and to keep me down. And I decided to leave three different philosophies of life. Mm-hmm. And one is that I don't have a problem. I, I only have situations that allow me to grow and learn and get me closer to having father. So that is my main principle. So, so, so wait, I want, that, I want to, I want to yeah. hear you say that again because this is really important. A lot of us think, oh, I've got so many problems right now in my life, or this is such a problem. How? I mean, like, be honest with yourself. How often have all of us thought that, like, there's some kind of big problem in our life? But you just decided there are no problems. There are only opportunities Perfect. for growth and um, and things that are going to bring me closer to my Father in Heaven. So I, I love that. I love that. Yes. Okay, sorry, keep going. Yes, so that's my best philosophy of life because if you, and I change the word problem, it's not in my vocabulary anymore, it's just situation. Mm-hmm. I have a situation, I look at it, and I see what I can learn and grow from that situation, and then if that situation is getting me closer to God and my Heavenly Father and my beliefs, then I could go in and find a solution, which that takes me to my second philosophy of, of life, which is if you can do something about it, do it. Hmm. If not, then don't worry about it, right? Yeah. Because if you start worrying about something, you cannot do something about it then you're going to be depressed. Well, I love I so love that. Reason, yeah. I love that philosophy yeah. and I I've, I've 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 had to adopt that too because I really struggle with anxiety earlier on in my life and and I think there's a lot of anxiety and we're talking about finances today and how you really got your financial house in order. There's a lot of anxiety surrounding finances, but some of that you you can't do anything about immediately, yeah. right? And it's just 
excess okay. worry. So I love that you brought that up. Thank you. Yeah, there were many, many occasions that I, um, I struggle as a single parent of three and one who was special need child. Mm. And he, he passed away six years ago. That made wow. me always very emotional yeah. when I talk about I'm my sorry. son. But um, going through those trials, you know, going from abusive relationships and losing my son and all of that is like giving me the strength to say, no, I need to take away from my life the things that do not have place on my life and that I can improve. Mm. And I found that through real estate, I was able to find my financial freedom Mm -hmm. because working from um, five to, from nine to five in a regular job, it wasn't doing it. And I have so much passion for life and so much that I want to do for the world and leave something for generations to come that I cannot just stand there in a regular job. So I needed to do something different. Mm-hmm. Basically, um, taking this philosophy of life, of doing something about it, if I can, then can do it. It's just my message. Do something about it if you can. If it's not in your possibilities to do something, then don't worry about it. Yeah. And put it out of aside. Well, I love that philosophy. And I love how much you uh, brought up and, and talked about your family as well. Because I think a lot of the times um, we get in this trap, like we start doing something because we want to create this better situation for our family or we want to strive to serve them better. But I think sometimes, you know, uh, we, we just need to take a step back and look and say, is what we're doing really serving our family? I had a tough conversation with my daughter yesterday and, and it was so interesting because she said to me, she said, Mom, I just I really don't feel like the top priority in your life and it just really blew me away because I I felt like I was making all these special efforts for her I'd recently taken her to a, a, a wicked performance a Broadway wicked performance which she really wanted to go see and I'd made these extra efforts to fly from an event that I was doing and back to the event just to be there and um, had made these extra efforts to be at her you know uh, theater banquet dinner and all these things to, to try and show up for her. and I felt like I was doing such a good job and when I sat down and and spoke with her she said you know listen I I appreciate all those things but what I really want is for you just to be at home sometimes and not be working and just be available if I just want to come and hang out or talk with you I don't want to feel like everything's scheduled and it kind of blew blew my mind and I thought okay well you know I need to create the space and I think sometimes you know uh, when we're working on creating this financial life or this this freedom or we're working on decluttering sometimes our idea of what we want different than our family's idea and that brings me to our family first segment with Lori Richens and Lori I I heard it's your husband's birthday today so it was my birthday yesterday it's your husband's birthday today so give Brian a big happy birthday for me oh I'm thrilled to be able to share a um, an opportunity to um, kind of spotlight him a little bit in this family moment. And so I'm looking forward to sharing a story about him that I Ooh. think ties perfectly into what you just said. Well, and here's one of the things that I love about you, Lori. I got to know Brian recently. Um, I've known Lori for a little bit now, and she not only 
uh, walk, she not only talks the talk, she walks the walk. And what I mean by that is she talks about creating strong families and, um, and really when it comes to, to decluttering and we're talking about getting things in order, organized, uh, she helps people to get their family life and their family situations in order. And Lori, I've had you on the radio show. We had your daughter on the radio show with us. Um, I got to meet her in an event that you brought her out with that you came to. And I got to meet your son at another event. I got to meet your husband at the last event you were at. So Lori really does. She brings her family along, involves them in her work. And I love that about her. And I um, am really thankful I got to know Brian. So I'm really happy to celebrate him with you today. So tell me, how are we going to celebrate Brian? Well, my husband is an accountant. He's a CPA. And so he's very analytical. He's much more quiet and reserved than I am. And so I'm so pleased to really share why he's so unique and special. And uh, Wanda said earlier, she said that success doesn't come overnight. And I love what you said about your conversation with your daughter. Also, that sometimes our children just need to know that we're present. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to share a story about something that happened with my husband years ago when he had to travel from Idaho over to Oregon for a continuing education course. And he took two of our teenage boys with him, and it was about a six or seven hour drive to get there. And so he just wanted to spend some time with our sons. And while they were there, they found out that the Yankees and the Mariners were going to be playing up in Seattle. Oh, and fun. So I know your family's big sports minute, fans. Yep, we're big sports fans. And this is before cell phones. So um, they just decided last minute that they were going to add another two and a half hours to the drive and drive from Eugene up to, up to Seattle and uh, try and see if they could get into this game. Mm-hmm. So... They, they went ahead and made the drive, and they ended up parking about a mile away from the venue. They ran to get over to the entrance and found out that the entire event, of course, was completely sold out. So there were only people there scalping tickets, which were more than what they were able to, to um, financially kind of um, afford at that time. And so they got back, and they went all the way back to the car. And what was so impressive was my son years later ended up giving a talk at church about his father. And he told this story about what my husband, his father, ended up saying after all of that extra effort had happened. And, you know, they were so put out with their time and their energy. And um, my husband just calmly said, well, let's head back home. And um, they got back in the car, and what turned out to be um, originally a six- or seven-hour drive all the way home now was was nine hours or so. And um, he had absolutely no negative feelings whatsoever Mm -hmm. about the fact that they had added all of this extra time to being present with the children and to um, have this drive be so much more extensive. And the drive was... Um, such that they had to pull over halfway through and just find a place to sleep mm. and uh, so that they could be safe. But what ended up really, really impressing our children is that Brian knew it wasn't about the game. Mm. Brian knew it wasn't about the Yankees and it wasn't about the Mariners. What Brian had as a priority, his, his life in order as a father, was that he was able to spend the extra time with his sons and that they knew that they mattered more than that game. Mm. 
Wow. And so that was a very special memory that my husband made for the children. Well, I love that you bring that up. And I think sometimes as we're talking about getting our fi- family in order and we focus so much on finances or sometimes we have this cluttered space around our home, which Diane's working on helping people declutter. But one of the things that I, I think really matters are the experiences that our children have. It's those moments and those memories. It was really interesting. I recently had a friend ask my daughter, say, say to my daughter, well, what are some of the things you remember the most growing up? And, you know, we make these big sacrifices and we do all these things, Disneyland and whatever it is. And my daughter, it was so funny. She, the very first thing she says, you know what I really remember growing up? I remember that every year we went and picked strawberries at a field by our house. And you took all day, mom, and you took us out to that field and we picked strawberries. And then I remember we took all day the next day and we made strawberry freezer jam together. And that's what I really, that's one of the first memories that comes to my mind about growing up. And I just, I'm getting a little emotional just thinking about it now because it was a memory where it didn't cost a lot of money. It took a lot of time. It was a little inconvenient, but that's what she remembers. And I think it's important that we think about that the opposite's also true. I don't really get angry. It's not something that's natural or in my tendency. I'm not a very fiery person. But there was one time it was after I sat on a very grueling, uh, very hard jury trial that was really taxing and tolling to me where I, uh, as somebody who had taken an oath to provide justice, had to to do a, a guilty verdict on a girl that had just had a really lo- rough life and was guilty of a very minor offense um, that her parents were actually accusing her of. And I had so much compassion for this girl, but it was the judge's job to do mercy and mine and the other juror's job to, to take injustice. And, and it was really interesting because after that really hard experience, I went home for dinner just after voting her guilty, cried the whole way home. And my daughter was just annoying the heck out of me at dinner. And um, I got really upset, and I crumpled up my napkin, and I threw it, tore it into the direction of her, and I said, Adeline, stop it. And to this day, my children all, if you ever ask them, have you ever seen your mom get angry? They said, oh, there was that one time she threw that napkin at Adeline. And uh, <laughs> Adeline still to this day feels like she is the, uh, the, the, the child that was so picked on because that was the, the you know, object of my anger. And it was such a small experience, but all my kids still remember it to that day. So I think, you know, as parents or, you know, as family members, as people that we have relationships with, we really need to be careful of our actions and our behaviors and remember that everything that we do is creating an experience for the people that we're in relationships is- with and what kind of experience do we want to create for them. That is so true. And if I just want to um, wrap this up with just one little thought. There's a man who has recently died, and he purchased a blue convertible, and it was this gorgeous brand-new car, and his sister was cautioning her children to be really careful around that vehicle. And so the owner, Randy, took a bottle of Coke, took a can of Coke, and actually literally poured it on the inside of the car. And the point he was trying to make was people are more important than things. Mm. And that is what they remember about him now that he has passed. That is their memory, Mm. that he took that Coke and poured it on the inside of this beautiful car. 
to make the point that people are more important than things. Wow. And so thank you for giving me a chance to, to spotlight the family yeah. today. Thank you so much, Lori. And please reach out to Lori Richens. Uh, she's on Facebook. She really powerful lady, ran for political office a while ago. Uh, her whole platform was about families. She's now uh, speaking and has uh, some media things that will be coming out soon uh, where you can find out more about her. But definitely reach out to Lori Richens. You can find her on Facebook, Lori Richens, L-O-R-R-I-E, Richens, R-I-C-H-I-N-S. Um, did, I, did I get that right? Lori Richens? Yep. Okay. Thank you. And uh, make sure and reach out to her on Facebook or uh, go ahead and reach out to me. You can send me a message through Voice America or through my Facebook if you want to connect with her. Um, there are a couple of comments here. I want to read one. Ronnie Calm said, tears in my eyes about that story about the father and the son. I felt, I felt her spirit, meaning you, Lori. So thank you so much. Your stories are really impacting and sharing uh, or touching the lives of other people. Renee says, love you so much. Allison, you are, um, yes, words make such an impact on others. Love Lori Richens, a wonderful woman. So thank you so much, Renee, for joining us. And so speaking of creating space for family um, and, and for these moments and these experiences, I want to go back to Diane. For those of you who are just joining us, Diane Higby, um, after having a really profound experience herself where um, she had a dream home that she'd built, found it, that it was extremely cluttered. She couldn't create these moments and these experiences with her children and grandchildren that she wanted to create there. And after this moment of frustration and breaking a Tiffany lamp uh, in a fit that she was throwing, she actually, uh, I, I think it was divine intervention, came up with a system and a plan that helped her get organized. She's now spoken on stages about this, helped uh, spent thousands of hours helping uh, herself and other people and have touched and reached out to thousands of people on Facebook and helping them to declutter their life. So. Dan, I would love for you just to share some tips with uh, those of us who are here listening in on the show today and of how to declutter your home so you can create space to create those family experiences, to, to create room for financial abundance, which we'll talk more with Wanda about in just a bit. But, but what, what are those steps and what do you do? What is the system that you created to be able to declutter your home? Well, thank you, Allison. You know, I think that many of your listeners have probably heard or maybe seen a show about decluttering and and had different. Oh yeah, what is that? What is that one show about the? What is that one show about the hoarders? What was that called again? A show called Hoarders. Oh, maybe that's why the show called Hoarders. Yes, (laughs) probably I'll see that. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) But I just want to say that my method is very, very different and very unique. Um, It's not like any of the other methods out there, and so it really, really works. And so I'm going to explain a little bit about why it works. And so I created this acronym, uh, this system using Blissful. Mm, I love that. Um, Because I want my clients' homes to be blissful. So I'm just going to start with a B. And B means to block out time. And so right now, if you're listening to me, pull out your phone and block out a chunk of time, hopefully within the next week, maybe 10, 15, even 30 minutes. And then set a timer so that you'll be able to actually take that time to declutter. And 
tell everyone what you're doing so that you're not going to be disturbed unless it's an emergency and also turn off your phone. You don't want to be interrupted. I love, I love this. I love that suggestion. I just want to step in here and say something because what happens to me all the time. And after talking with you last week, I actually did this. I totally just like, I'm like, I turned off my phone, which was crazy for me. All my kids were still asleep. I said, I'm getting up early. I'm decluttering. But what always happens to me is it's like, I have these intentions to organize or declutter. And then something else better happen, you know, a better offer comes along or a work thing happens or my kids want me to spend time with them. I'm like, all right, I'll just do this later. But yeah, I, I loved that suggestion, that idea and that created that suggestion created a space for me to be able to really just sit down and focus on something. And I think when we really focus on it, we get so much more done. So I love that B suggestion of blocking mm-hmm. out time. Love that. Thank you. Yeah. Mary. And we can get distracted so easily, especially when we're doing something like decluttering. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to go with L. L is to lay the groundwork. And I'm not going to be able to tell you everything about laying the groundwork because there's probably not time. But one of the first things I have my clients do is list. That's what the mm-hmm. L is, lay the groundwork and list what's most <coughs> important in their life. So grab mm-hmm. a pencil and paper and right now make a list of what's most important, the most important things in your life. Now, this is not, it's not a vision board. This is what's important to you now. So, are you so talking about, like, people, physical items? Or are you talking, can, like, can I put my family on here? Oh, friend. Family, yeah. Okay. Family, your spouse, your religion, um, all these things that are important to you. Maybe you like to travel. I love my water garden, so that's mm-hmm. important to me. You okay. might have a boat or, you know, but the things that are most important to me are my family, Mm. And and my husband and yeah. my pets, <laughs> like my pets. Mm-hmm. So this kind of thing. And so the reason that this is very important is because as you pick something up and contemplate what you're going to do with it, look at the list and ask yourself if that thing will benefit whatever's most important in your life. Mm-hmm. So each time you start to declutter, take out the list and read it out loud. And then let go of the past. From now on, you're going to be focusing on what's important right now and what's really important right now and in the future. Okay. And then let's go to I. I is identify the storage areas of where things go, all the storage areas. So what I do is I walk through with my clients. We have Mm -hmm. paper and pencil, and we look for all the spaces where you can store things. All the shelves, cupboards that I point out, maybe some little cubbies that they hadn't thought about. See if there's any place that you have a shelf where you can actually put some baskets that look good that you can store things in. No, oh, I like that um, idea because I'm a pile it. person. So if I have like an open shelf, it just looks cluttered. But if I had like a basket or something, yeah. that, I like that idea. Thank yeah, you. and this is really good because a lot of people like to pile papers on mm-hmm. their shelves. And yeah. that's what oh, I yeah. think. That's so me. baskets are good. But as you're doing that, you're going to see spaces that you're going to reject because they're already full of clutter. Mm-hmm. And so don't. I list them anyway because you want to list all of your storage spaces and then list what's going to go where. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that makes yeah. perfect sense. Okay, and then I'm going to say S-S. So B-L-I-S-S. We're just going to do bliss today. See it and say it. And this is where we get into the science of why this works. Um, so what do you think happens when you go, when someone would come to someone else's home and, and clean it out, and then they come back two weeks later 
and it's a mess again. Yeah, and, and this is what I mean. I've I've noticed, like even on that hoarder show, or when you have somebody come in, when you hire somebody come in and organize your home, it seems like it just goes back to being messy. I mean, I've even had this happen before, where my daughter, I have one daughter, and she just her room's always a mess and I'll go in and clean it and I'll spend a long time cleaning it for her. And um, then I go back in two days later and it looks exactly like it was when, you know, before I cleaned it. So what do you do about that? Well, it's because your subconscious, when you live in a certain way, your subconscious doesn't accept that that's how it's supposed to be. Mm. So you're uncomfortable. So it doesn't feel like home. And so it's easy to set things down and just leave them anywhere because, your brain is trained over the years that things are supposed to be a certain way. So yeah. I have an experiment for you. Okay. Allison, cross your arms. Okay. I'm crossing my arms. So, like, fold your arms. And which arm is on top? My left. Okay. Now, cross them the other way with your right arm on the top. Well, that's weird. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> yeah, that feels that's weird. Consciously, you immediately feel like that's not right. Right. So... But what would happen if you keep crossing them consciously that way? I would probably get used to it. You would get used to it, and it would feel very normal. Right. So it's the same thing. So you have to retrain your brain. And fortunately, the part of your brain that's trained by the past doesn't differentiate between what's real and what's imaginary. And I want to mm-hmm. say that again. The part of your brain that, that um, is trained by past events does not differentiate between what's real and what's imaginary. Mm, wow, so, that's powerful. Pick an area that needs to be decluttered or organized and then close your eyes and visually in your mind see. This is where the C comes in. Mm-hmm. See what it looks like in your mind when it's perfectly clean and decluttered. Wow. And then make a declaration about it. Okay. And this is where the say comes in. Say it out loud. Start with, I love this clutter-free room. And then describe it. I love to be able to come in here and sit and read because it's so clean and I, or, or play games or whatever you do in that, that space mm-hmm. and get emotional about it and how good it looks. Mm-hmm. And the thing is you need to do this for several days, even after it's decluttered. Yeah. That way, when it's clean, your brain's going to be retrained already if you do this for several days and you can walk in there and say, yeah. This is what it's. Oh, it's like. gonna this be. It's I'm gonna be so used to it. I love that. And, and as you can see, uh, Diane is very proficient and skilled in what she does. And Diane, I know I've already implemented some of your things. They've changed my life. Um, I want to know. I I I want to know. How can people get a hold of you? If there's somebody that's listening right now and they're like, "Hey, I want to know how to do this." How can they get a hold of you? Well, thank you for asking, Allison. I actually have a gift for your listeners. Ooh, and. Yeah, um, so I have actually created a list of 200 things that people can get rid of or let go right now. Mm. Oh, and wow. So it's all the guesswork. Wait, 200 people, things? Yeah, 200 things. So people feel overwhelmed. They don't know what to get rid of. So mm-hmm. um, I have these 200 things, and it helps people just literally throw things away so that their house can feel like take 10 minutes and go through this list. Your house is already going to feel good. Okay. Well, I can and definitely so see, definitely see the value of that. How can someone get that list? What I, I want. Okay. One. <laughs> How can I get that? Okay. Send me an email. It's Diane. Could be at gmail.com. And Diane does not have an E at the end. So it's D I A N N dot 
H-I-G-B-E-E at gmail.com. And then in the body of your email, you're going to put declutter if you want the list. But um, if you want to know more information or whatever, and or you'd like a free consultation, just uh, put that in the body of your email as well. Oh, I love that. And Thank you so much. Name and, a, and your phone number, because what I'm going to do is I'm going to text you back, okay. either tonight or tomorrow. So email Diane, leave your name and your phone number. Thank you so much, Diane. That's a really valuable list. 200 things that you can declutter in your home right now. And uh, Wanda, I want to come back to you. Wanda is our financial expert that's on the call today. Um, she is talking about how to really create financial freedom. She is an expert doing this through real estate. And Wanda, I, I know that... Um, what I really want to know from you right now is, is what is a thing or two that I can do right away to create financial freedom in my life? Uh, I know you've helped a lot of people do this. I know you specialize in helping the, the Latino community do this. Um, you know, I, what, what can I do in my life right now to create financial freedom? Can you give me a couple of ideas and suggestions? This show is all about creating abundance in your life. It's all about decluttering and getting things in order. So what can I do to get my finances in order and create that financial freedom? Sure. Thank you very much. Well, the first thing is to recognize that you pay a lot in taxes and a lot in um, interest. Mm-hmm. And you can be educated in those areas and also be educated into how to manage and maintain your money yeah. on those areas. And, and then you need to be educated into the different strategies that we have to invest into real estate. Well, hold, hold on. I, I want to go back to the taxes for a little bit because here's what I do. And you tell me, is this a good strategy or not? I just hire an accountant. And I just have them do it. Is that something you'd recommend? Do you hire an accountant? How educated do you need to be in taxes? Isn't that just something that you can pass off to somebody else? Yes, I do hire my own, uh, my own accountant as mm-hmm. well and a CPA um, because of all the investments and all of the different stream of income. Obviously, you need an expert on the field to um, take advantage of your taxes. However, as a W-2 employee or even as a self-employee, you are you don't don't have all the benefits in taxes. You need to be more educated into how to even educate your own tax person person into all the 400 different um, deductions that they can. Um, give you if you become an investor. Wow. Investors, we do have more um, deductions. Okay, that, that's really good to know. And that's something, I mean, even just recently, I was talking to somebody, they said, hey, you know, if you hire your 18-year-old kid, it's a huge tax advantage um, if you pay Correct. them through your work rather than paying them independently. So, I mean, it, just as I've gotten educated, I'm like, wow, that's something, you know, my accountant probably didn't even think of telling me. And so I, I do understand yes. the value of education. So once you've gotten that, yes. t- you know, the, the taxes, what's what's the benefit of being an investor and, and investing in real estate? Can you give me a couple of tips on that? Well, there are so many different strategies. Um, Mm -hmm. Right now, nightly rentals is very popular, but I particularly like fix and flip. So I like Mm -hmm. to take a home that is really dirty and all of that and smell like money. (laughs) And then (laughs) remodel, remodel the house and then resell it. So that's the strategy that I use the most. And and I have been in 15 transactions. Uh 
right now I have three projects on the works mm-hmm. and one that is just completed. So basically I make another stream of income through doing fix and flip. And I love it because I can create from something really bad, then I can create something very beautiful and provide um, families with a beautiful home. So do you so help, that's do kind you of help, my passion. Do you help other people do this too? Like if I was interested in doing that or if you were, if there's somebody out there that says, hey, you know, I want to get the tax benefits of being an investor. I want to go in. I want to do these fix and flips. I know where I live here in Phoenix, I, I've talked to a couple of people and they've been able to just make a lot of money doing that. So do you help other people be able to do that too, Wanda? Yes, actually that's okay. what I love the most. I like to share um, with other people, what I learn, and then in, get them involved with the organization that I learn with from, mm-hmm. and then from there, then we create communities around the nation to help other people to do the same. Oh, and that's that. kind of my passion and another stream of income that I have that make me in the six-figure income for the last two years. So, Wanda, we only have a few seconds left here, but I really want you to share your contact information because uh, if there's somebody out there that, that wants to be able to do that, that wants to get their financial house in order through investing, getting all the tax benefits, and, and then being able to make money uh, by doing something like flipping, uh, what's your contact information where they can get a hold of you? Yes, I do have a website, and it's Wanda World of wealth that real estate family and family is with an r between the f and the a because it's friends and family family i like that dot com okay so say wanda that world of wealth wanda world of wealth dot that real estate family Real estate family, F R A M I L E Y dot com. Okay, great. Yes. Well, hop on Wanda's website and check that out. I know uh, that I'm super interested in doing that as well. So uh, thank you so much, Wanda, for sharing that You're information uh, with us and, and for being able to uh, share what you have learned and pass along your counsel to other people. Thank you so much to Diane Higby for being on. Thank you, Diane, for taking an experience that was painful to you for transforming your lives and now helping other people transform theirs and of course a huge shout out to Lori Richens who does the family first segment on how to create family abundance and happy birthday to Lori's husband Brian so happy birthday Brian Uh, thank you so much for joining us today on Spotlight and I hope that you can join us next week where we will have more people who have transformed their lives and are now working to transform the lives of others I'm Allison H. Larson and you've been listening to Spotlight you for making us a part of your week spotlight the allison h larson show can be heard live every tuesday at 1 p.m eastern time and 10 a.m pacific time on the voice america influencers channel now go make a difference and be sure to tune in again for the next show